0: Hey guys, i got some exciting news to share with you! New Amazing Trends! That's right! New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with, and they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that, and then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in like Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house. And when you get a check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted. And you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code Christian12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. at C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, July twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, and I'm going to go through the ringer today. There's no question about that. Now, I know I don't know if you guys care or not, but I do. It's just it's more it's more on my end a consistency thing of why I don't run the air conditioner while I'm doing this show. I did it in episode nine and ten, and I, and when I did it. I heard it when I was, like, doing the playback, when I was, like, you know, mixing it and mastering it and stuff like that, and I hated it. So I didn't do it. But back then, I wasn't putting out episodes every week. Sometimes I'd go three weeks without doing an episode, and most of the time I went two weeks. So, like, the summer, as far as episodes were concerned, flew by, and I really didn't get anything crazy. But today, and before I even say anything about that, whoever's in charge of the heat, Turn it the fuck down already. This is goddamn ridiculous. It's been like 100 degrees for like nine days in a row. Well, thank you, Roosevelt. What's the weather like out there? It's hot, damn hot, real hot. Hot and this is my shorts. I can cook things in it, little crotch pot cooking. Right? And I think I think I told you guys a couple months ago. I was like, I am not looking forward to that 100 degree Sunday when I got to do this show and not have the air conditioner on on the second floor, right? (laughs) Well, that that is happening as we speak. And the only really positive I can pull out of this is I'm probably going to lose about five to seven pounds. So there's that. I am going to stay on the subject of heat, though, as I get started here this week. And I want to tell you guys about the Friday that I had this past Friday. Now, as you guys know, it was like 105 degrees on Friday, too. It's been this way, like I said, for like the last nine days. All right. And I was invited uh, from people at my work to go play in a golf outing. Now, two of the guys that are you know that were that were going to be in the group that that invited me to play, I don't particularly ever want to see them outside of work. But you know, if you come to me and tell me like, hey, you know, you can leave work early at, at twelve o'clock on a Friday in the summertime and go play golf, I'm in. Now, if they invited me to a bar, I would have told them to go fuck themselves right <laughs> now I know why they asked me to play because because it was a tournament you know like it was an outing and they needed like people who can actually play because these guys fucking stink this guy fucking sucks I <laughs> mean <laughs> I knew they stunk but the 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 subject of this whole thing right now is going to be about cheating and I'm not talking about like like you know on your spouse or your girlfriend I'm talking about like in, in sports okay Now these two guys, I've I've seen like you know when you're when you when you're on a golf course like you do run into other foursomes like you you can you know there's there's certain times in the round where you will you'll have you'll you'll see other groups hitting shots and stuff like that and I've I've seen these two guys on a number of occasions and they fucking stink on ice. (laughs) This guy sucks. Okay. So for some reason in our company golf outing every year they, they like they give out trophies. You know, for like first, second, and third place, and they never won. But they like three years in a row, they they came in like second, came in third, and came in second. I'm like, I call bullshit, and I actually said it right to their face. I'm like, you guys are fucking cheating. There's no question. There's no doubt. About I've been around this game for thirty years. You guys are fucking cheating. And they'd be like, oh no, the two guys we brought, like they were really on fire the whole time. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no you can't there's no way see because here's what here's what 99 of golf outings do okay this is just to explain for the people who you know don't really know anything about golf 99 percent of golf outings are a scramble format and what that means is all four guys hit from the tee right and you go out and find all the balls and see which one is in the best shape for the next shot and then you all hit from there and then you get the ball on the green and then, you know, closest one to the hole and you putt from there. That, that's how it works. It's good for people who stink and it's good for people who don't play and it helps with the speed of play, too. Otherwise, you, if we played our own balls, we'd be out there for eight hours because, like, half the guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. You will not make this putt, you jackass! Right. But I, I blatantly called them out every single year. I'm like, you guys are cheating. I don't I don't give a shit. If you win second place, third place, it's a, it's a goddamn lie, you know? And... So they invited me to this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, do they, they do know that I accuse them of cheating, and now I'm in their foursome, and I can watch them. And I thought, nah, there's no way they'll do that in front of me because I stone cold accused them of cheating fucking three years in a row, you know. So I get there, right, and it's it's oppressively hot. I pull into the parking lot, I go up, I sign in, I grab a burger, grab a beer, right, and I said to myself, I'm like, look. I know with like these three guys. That, now they had another guy that they that they invited that I know who's at my work too, and he was supposed to be he was supposed to be like the ringer in the group. Well, that that ended up being me because this guy was not half as good as he said he was. And I've talked to this guy on numerous occasions over the years and hear him talk about it. You know, you can talk to somebody and and hear the way that they're talking when they play golf to know what level they're at. You know, and and every time I talk to him, I'm like yeah, this guy he, he can probably play. And he was okay, but he was not nearly as good as he said he was. Right. And if I wasn't there, they they, they finish in the basement. You know, we use my shots all fucking day. Right? So we go over to the range after that, hit a couple balls, you know, to get like get loosened up. And we get over to the first tee. Now, all three of these guys I do know that when they're playing golf, golf is the secondary activity. Like these guys just wanna get shit faced and then play golf. You know, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I've been known to <laughs> to do the same, but I don't like to get shitty on, on a golf course. You know, for, for a myriad of reasons I won't even go into. But anyway, so we're playing in this scramble thing, right? We They drive us out to the tee that we were teeing off from because in scrambles, they do what's known as a shotgun start, which means that, you know, each group tees off on a different tee. This way, like the round doesn't take a day and a half, right? So we get to the, the hole that we're at, right? And then... <laughs> So we get up to the tee and someone's like who wants to go first? And I was like just to let you guys know, all day I'll hit last. Like you like like let me see what you guys do and then I'll make my decision based on on where you're at, what I'm going to do. Right? So now the one dude who stinks all of a sudden wants to talk strategy. <laughs> I'm like whoa. Well, cuz all right, so so anyway, this first hole we were on goes straight away about, you know, maybe Uh, 280 to 300 yards and then it makes a hard left and it goes down a hill and like on the left-hand side there's trees it's like woods like you can't see the green from the tee right so the guy goes to me because he like he lives on the golf course he plays it so he knows it i'm like all right whatever so he goes he's like i don't know if you can you know how far you can hit it i'm like i can i can get it out there all right don't don't worry about that like that's my strength actually you know so he goes but if you go right over that tree you know, you can you have the possibility to like drive the green, and I'm like, okay, all right, easy there, gay. Let, let, let me sit. First of all, I gotta see if the, any of the three of you get safely in the fairway before I go and make that decision. All right. So the first guy, the first guy goes, puts his tee in the ground. All right, sets up, swings. All right, and he the ball went sideways. And I'm like, it's gonna be a long fucking day, <laughs> you know. So I'm waiting for the next guy to go tee up, but no, no, no. He reached in his pocket, pulled out a ball, and teed up another one. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are, you, what are you doing there, guy? He goes, oh, it was just a breakfast ball. And a breakfast ball is basically known as a mulligan, which is known as that didn't count. Which, <laughs> I'm like, you can't do that. Like, we're, we're in a fucking tournament. You know? Even in real golf, like in regular golf, you don't do that. Right? He hits a second ball. He fucking topped it. It went, like, like 20 yards. right? I'm like, all right, you're, you're done. He reached in and hit another one. I'm like, dude, in the first three shots of this entire day, tell me you cheated at the company golf outing without telling me you cheated at the company golf outing. I exposed him the first fucking, the first hole. Then the next guy comes down. He did the same fucking thing. He hit three balls in a row. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, now quote, unquote, the ringer, he comes, he puts his. Play, he hit a bad shot, and he fucking did it. I'm like, I expect it from these two fucking bozos, but the way that you talk about how you are at golf and you, you're doing this shit, right? So the second one, he actually hit a good one, and it got into the fairway. And I said, "Uh, man, I was like, it's a shame we can't use that one because now I, I can't go for the green. He's like, fuck it, yeah, we'll use that one. Now this guy, his foursome usually wins the company golf outing every year. I'm like, do the three of you even know who you're with right now? like the guy who pays attention to shit it was unbelievable right so lo and behold i teed the fucking thing up right i i hit a pipe bomb right over the the exact tree he told me to do it throw the green (laughs) so anyway i didn't want to get that shitty for three reasons like meaning drinking okay i had i you know through the course of the day i probably had five beers and two shots of fireball which anybody knows me that that's not even a fucking appetizer you know but the three reasons I really didn't want to get drunk one I had to drive right two I had a date that night more on that later and three you know when it's that oppressively hot outside and you're playing golf you do not want to, you do not want to do that because even if you're not drinking it's hard enough to replace the fluids that you're losing as you're going on let alone you know, if you are drinking water and you're drinking beer, the beer negates the water, so you just lose more fluid. And I know that feeling, and I didn't want to have that fucking feeling. So, you know, I was, I was drinking much more water and Gatorade than I was beer and, and alcohol, you know. So finally, like the whole, like it's, it got to be like, I don't know. It got to be like 5.30, and we had like three holes left. Now, I, I was about a half hour away from my house, and I was going to be picking up my date who lives about an hour from me. Okay, so it's like 530 and I got to go home, get showered, you know, so I'm like, we're probably not going to get done until 630. So I told the guy, I'm like, dude, because they have like a dinner and like the awards and shit after afterwards. And I was like, look, man, I was like, I got a boogie right after this because, you know, I, I got I got shit to do. You know, he's like, yeah, it's fine. You know, so I go to get into my car and then as soon as I got into my car, I called her and I said, like, you know, because like, she knew. I told her, like, we were going to do the golf outing and shit like that. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So I was just calling her to give her, like, an ETA. So we're talking on the phone. And as I'm driving home, we're talking. All of a sudden, my hands and my feet started uncontrollably, like, like cramping. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I knew it. I, you know, like, like just, <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. You know, and I really didn't want to, like... <laughs> You know, walk into a date like a fucking cyborg. Like my hands are all fucking twisted, and <laughs> and it this shit fucking hurt. I was even struggling with like the gas and the brake pedal. Like that's how, that that that's how fucking bad it was, right? So I'm like fuck, right? So I, I get home and I was I told her I'm like, look, it's it's been a day. Like I am I am because the sun cooked me. Like I was as red as a Coca Cola can, you know. So I was like, I, when I go home, I just gotta sit down for like ten or fifteen minutes and like and just get and just relax for a second before I actually just jump back in the shower, go back out. You know, she's like, no, that's fine. So I figured I'd get there around nine. You know, he just went out for like apps and drinks and shit like that, right? So we'll fast forward to this. Now, as you guys know, I'm you know I'm a I'm on online dating sites, but that's not how I met this this girl. <laughs> I actually broke my own protocol on this one. But th- I will say this This girl scored major points with me Now now she was I think we were friends Through mutual friends On, on Facebook We had like 50 mutual friends I think we went to the same high school She just graduated a little bit earlier uh, Later than I did I mean um, She's only like a couple years younger than me But So anyway <laughs> I did break my own protocol Now I told you guys how Like I, I, I'm a read the comments guy You know And I I had my eye on this girl For a A, a while you know, it 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 was a while. Like every time she like posted a, like a, a photo, I was like, "Man, there's only a way that I could talk to her." You know, and this, so every time she posts a picture, I look into the comments and see all these people's grody remarks. You know, oh baby, like all that shit that I told you about, right? So, oh boy, one night I, <laughs> I was uh, I might have been soaked in scotch. And there, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw she posted something, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, right? And I slid into her DMs, which I don't do. As you guys know, I'm, I don't do that. You know, it's like, like that's why you have dating websites. But the dating websites don't fucking work because you, you just text for two weeks, and then somebody else comes along and checks more boxes, and she goes and goes on to the next dude. That's motherfucking buzz. Anyway. right? so I slid into her DMs. Right and be and, and right at that moment, before I even go on, let me just tell you, again, anybody that can create that hindsight app for me, all right, I'll cut you in. I have the patent on it. You make it. <laughs> all right. So I go to bed. I wake up the next morning, and now I'm a, I'm like a 20 minutes or a half hour into my day, and then all of a sudden it just popped into my head. I'm like, wait a minute, well, oh no, oh my god, did you fucking message her last night? I'm like you, dumb fuck. I'm like, let me just check, <laughs> you know. So I check, and lo and behold, I sent her a message, and it was it was a nice message. It wasn't anything bad, you know. Like like these guys fucking comment, you know. So I'm like, you are so fucking stupid. So I felt like a dipshit the entire fucking day, right? And then like two days goes by, and I didn't get a response, and I was like, all right, <laughs> you know. I'm like, well, just we're just gonna chalk it, you know. I took my shot, and it is what it is yeah that was in november all right (laughs) now fast forward to 10 days ago right and i'm sitting there like in my living room after i eat dinner and like i check my phone and i see the facebook messenger icon which is not unusual for me because i get messages about this show as a matter of fact like i said the majority of people communicate through messenger with me uh on that show some do it every week and you know and and some just do it like for like a, a particularly funny part or maybe something that they had a relation to or something so I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, all right, here's another show because I love, like I told you guys, I love communicating with you guys uh, about the show. I think that's one of the best parts of it for me. And so it turned out it was her. And I'm like, no fucking way. And she goes, yeah, just, you know, text me. She's like, I'm sorry, I just, I, I don't check, I don't check these things. I'm just, I'm just seeing this now. I'm like, no fucking way. I'm like, this girl that I've had like a crush on for like a year, you know, that didn't answer me eight months ago. And now I got an answer. I'm like, holy fucking shit. (laughs) Much to my chagrin. You know, so then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. If you're just seeing this now, that means you had to scroll all the way through your messages back to November. I'm like, something's not adding up, you know. But she said after, you know, after we started talking, she revealed that I reacted to one of her posts the other day. Like, like meaning right before she messaged me. And she saw that I reacted to it and she clicked onto my profile, and she went to go DM me. And then when she opened up her DM, she saw my message from November. I'm like, oh, okay, you know? So I'm like, holy fucking shit, right? So I texted her the next night, and you know, it was short. It was just like, I sent two texts, she sent two texts, that was it, right? Now fast forward to the next day, Friday, and this is where she scored the points. At 6.30, I just got done my dinner, right? and the phone rang and it was her I went you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> you know because like that's what I like to do like I would rather like if I meet somebody online I I would you know yeah of course you're gonna text it's just what we do in 2022 but you know like I'd much rather talk you know because it's like you get you really can learn something about people so anyway we were on the phone till midnight five and a half hours we were on the phone I was like holy shit then the, the night before the date, we, we were on the phone for like four hours. So that made the first date very easy, you know, because it was like we, you know, we, we talked about a ton of shit and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it was, it was one date, you know, so I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that like, you know, I'm, I, I'm optimistic or I should say I'm hopeful that, that, you know, that this might, might happen. You see, you see that guys, you don't have to fuck. I just had my first date. Where have you been all my life? You are my soulmate. We should get married this weekend. It's the greatest part. Now. No, no, <laughs> like, no. I'm just hopeful that, that that something will come out of this. That's all. You know, I'm not. I'm not changing my Facebook f- fucking relationship status. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because it is. I mean, a lot of different things gonna happen. It, you know, it's, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna expect anything, and I'm not gonna you know do anything. But like, all I'm saying is I'm enjoying myself uh, so far in the very very infantile fucking stages of this whole goddamn thing. All right, yeah. <laughs> I haven't decided what the uh, what what the that's fucked up segment's gonna be about this week because. Like I told you guys, I have a whole laundry list of, of things that I can get to. And some of them might not even make the show because by the time I get to them, they'll be so dated anyway. But I haven't really made my mind up on that. And then, um, you know, obviously I'll figure out, like, I really don't even have a plan for the Get Off My, my Lawn segment yet this week. But I, again, in my in my uh, my 40 minutes of each 20-minute segment to break down and actually do, I'll, I, I will definitely figure that out. So I'm here up against a break. So we got those two segments coming up on the other side, along with a bevy of others, as we always do. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Back after this. Hey, guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done? For fear of maybe, like, you don't have the right materials, you don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself, you don't have the manpower to do it, then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson and C Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about fifteen years now, and I gotta tell you, I knew right then that that guy was gonna be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime, drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues. You know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. I go, "Hey, where's Chris at?" Like, "Oh yeah, he's uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job." He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking this guy's got custom design, general and custom carpentry. Building cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high end too. High end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true. Right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you get when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you're going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me, I guarantee it. So. Again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant. He's talented. He's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the Sea rod Podcast. And we are fucking cooking now. <laughs> I think I'm down about two pounds. Two pounds so far. It is cooking in here right now, I swear. <laughs> oh my God, my shirt is soaked. Like I have to keep on like getting a paper towel, you know, like I'm like wiping my face down because I'm, I'm, I'm pouring sweat out. So it's good though. It's like a little steam, a little steam bath. <laughs> Oh shit, the things I do. But I, I will say this too. There there was a lot of technical difficulties in, in that in that first twenty minutes of me mixing and mastering it down because for some reason you know, as I told you before, I gotta talk the twenty minutes, I gotta go through and put my drops in, that takes another half hour, and then I gotta mix it down for twenty minutes, and I gotta master it for twenty minutes, and I gotta you know rewrite the file to a WAV file which takes another another ten minutes, so it's like, you know, it's 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 a long day. But this particular segment, I did the first twenty minutes. I, you know, I set my cut in and cut out points, you know, from the beginning to end. I mix it down. I get into mastering. Hey, okay? I get to like sixteen minutes in, it just cut off. Went back to zero. And what the fuck? I'm like, I know I didn't put the, the you know, the set out point at that point. I'm not. I'm trying to not use jargon, but I'm just saying. So I went back. I went to go master it down again, get 16 minutes again, it, it, uh, in again, and boom, it goes off again. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to go remix it down for another 20 minutes, and then it finally went through. I don't, I don't know what happened, but it was a technical difficulty. But like I said, it's, it's never a smooth ride here on the Road Podcast, is it? <laughs> but anyway, I don't know what made me think of this the other day but it popped into my head because it was funny I I thought it was funny my friend Devin the guy you know that I work with that I tell you about he's like my best work friend and then I got my work wife and my work daughter and the funny thing is is like I got all them all of us together you know like I had separate relationships with Devin I you know I had separate relationships with my work daughter and separate relationship with my work wife and then somehow we all just ended up you know because it's like when you know we were all together like if they were like visiting me or something like that I'm not saying, I'm not taking credit for it. I'm just saying that, like, you know, that's how it happened. So, uh, we we were at work last Thursday, right? And we were going to go out to lunch. So, it's me, you know, me, Devin, and my work wife, and we were going downstairs. And we go through the lobby into the parking lot, as we do, right? And somehow, she... she it got into, like, my, my work wife was asking for advice about something. If you guys remember when I was talking about that, that pimple puss that almost beat the shit out of at work, and as a matter of fact, more on him later. But I remember when me and Devin were on speak in terms of that piece of shit. As I told you the other week, he was like, you know, he's like like the kid needed advice because his girlfriend broke up. He was like, you need to speak to this man right here. You need to speak to this This man been the hell and back, you know? And uh, and like I said, Devin's one of those dudes. He's like when I was telling you like a couple weeks ago, how about like black people? Like they have this way of of making the English language sound cool. And I'm not talking about today's to be any. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Yes. <laughs> then you know what I'm saying. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who just know how to make shit sound cool. He probably holds a title in that department, and it's authentic, you know, and it's original. It's just, it's just. <laughs> It's cool shit. Anyway, so, yeah, so it was like my work wife needed advice on something, and he knew that she knew everything about me. And I don't even know why he said it, but all of a sudden, he, he started spitting out my resume. He was like, you need advice, you need to talk to this man right here. Talk to this man right here. He'd been to hell and back. You know, he's like, do you know what he did? He, he was an MMA guy. He was doing all this crazy UFC shit. Then he had a whole band and he was the head singer of the whole band. <laughs> Dude, I, I lost it. He, he called me the head singer, not the lead singer, like the head singer. Like, like I'm the head coach. Oh, my God. I don't know why that popped in my head, but it cracked me up. And he's like, he was the head singer. <laughs> oh, man, that kid. So I guess I'll get into this fucking pimple puss piece of shit. And it's not even really about him. It's more about uh, Microsoft Teams. Now, any, you know, people who work in offices and things like that that are out there listening, I, I know a lot of you know what it is. Some people don't know what it is because they work outside or whatever they do. But really, it's like an instant message type of thing. If you need to get a hold of somebody, it just, you know, pops up on their screen. You know, and you could do a lot of different, All these do video calls and, and all this other shit, right? So, as I told you guys before that, you know, if we're not on, on lunch or on a break, we are expected to be in the queue available to take a consultation on, you know? And there are offenders, like people who aren't in there when they're supposed to be. Right? They're out there fucking around, you know. And, it, 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 you know, like I said, pisses everybody else off. And, and you know, it, uh, it, it creates more work for them as well. So in the group chat, there's people out there that will let, like, the whole group chat know exactly what they do every single minute. I'm like, I, I ain't that. Like, people will be like, oh, be, be right back, Bathroom. Just go to the bathroom. What are we, five? You got to raise your hand? Go to the fucking bathroom? Just go. Just go. I gotta go. Going going to the, the restroom. Gotta do something. I gotta go. I'm going there full, but leave with nothing. You know? Or it'll say like, oh, I'm going on lunch. I'm going on break. It's like, well, you know, if somebody sees you not where you're supposed to be, they can check the schedule and see if you're on, on lunch or break. You don't have to tell them every fucking five seconds, but some people choose to do it. Now the only time I do it is when like a call takes me past my break or lunch time and I'll say like you know late, I'm, I'm doing a late lunch because of you know that's why I'm not in you know just to let them know right but this pimple fucking puss is is he is the biggest offender of it by far and he actually does he goes into the chat and he and he says the same thing like you ever see do you ever see like the it, it's so funny younger people that like that they think they think they're pulling the wool over your eyes and they think they're so slick and fucking clever and you're like you, you do know that I've, I've been around the block a hundred more times than you, right? You, you don't think I, I tried your bullshit before? And it's funny. like They got that shit-eating grin on their face like, ha like They don't know what I'm doing. It's like, you are you fucking that stupid? You know? Well, he's a notorious offender. And when he does it, he goes and he'll put like, be right back, bathroom. You know? And it, he comes back at 45 minutes later. Oh, so what did it take you? Would what, would you go shit out of fucking Cadillac when you're where you're in? What, what, what took forty five minutes? And every day, like twice a day. Oh my computer's acting up. I gotta restart it. Forty five minutes. I'm like, I re- We restart our computers like once a week. <laughs> you know, it it ain't that deep. Like you're not gonna get like you know, uh, your computer running slow to the point where you got to restart your computer twice a day. And it doesn't take forty five minutes to restart either. But he, you know, again, he thinks he's he's pulling the wool over everybody's Right, so it was like last week and i and I uh you know every time he does that bullshit, there's certain people that I'll take a snippet and i'll I'll send it to him in the chat, like the managers talk about him all the time, you know, and I'm like, okay, why then why isn't anybody doing anything about it? Why isn't he written up like five times and and shown the door <laughs> you know they just they just talk about it, that's it so i'll usually I'll usually snip you know. Like, I'll, I'll snip what his bullshit excuse, and I'll send it to certain people, including my work wife. So, he was starting his shit that day way early, and it was like, as soon as I logged in, two minutes later, I saw him, oh, uh, you know, this program's acting up. I got to reboot. I'm like, he's going to start in his fucking shit already? You know? So, I snipped it. I sent it to my work wife. I'm like, you believe this no good cocksucker? You know? And then, like, ten minutes later, oh, I'll be right back. Bathroom and so I snipped that and I went to go send it to her but I accidentally put it into the floor chat <laughs> the group chat <laughs> oh god and like you know like I'm sure it because I told people about it I'm like dude this is fucking so funny I, I, I posted this in the thing you know and it's like do you think I care <laughs> you know like look into my eyes like do, do you see any concern because I, I don't there is none you know so he actually comes back with a question mark, and I went like, "Oh, there, guy. Given our history, you, you you do like you to me, you are the lowest form of bitch that doesn't exist. You don't look at me, you don't talk to me, you don't question me. If I want to put that you're a fat tub of shit in the fucking floor chat, you're just going to eat it, <laughs> and that's it. You you have no choice in the matter. You know. So, but the fun it got me to thinking that like." any time and i've done that a few times and everybody's guilty of it where they sent the you know the chat to the wrong person it just happens you know and i thought about it like all the times i've ever done it it was like i'd be talking shit about my manager and i would send it directly to my manager like Do you fucking believe this guy i fucking can't stand him <laughs> you know what I'm send it to him you know, shit like that. It's never like, oh man, I made the best dinner last night. Like sending it to like a friend or a work wife. Like, oh, I made the best dinner last night. I did this, it, 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 it. and then you send it to the wrong person. It never happens. It's always when something bad happens. <laughs> it's 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 fucking hilarious, you know. But it's just, I don't know. It's an omen. It happens to everybody. They, they only send the the wrong one when it's something bad. And speaking of going to uh to lunch with them the other day, how come nobody told me about Honeygrow? Now I know they're not all over the place yet because they're like a chain, but oh my god, the place is so fucking good. I mean, they bring a bill to your ass, but it's 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 rightly justified, you know, because they give it to you in like a Chinese takeout container, and mine was like twenty three bucks, right? But it's like it's like stir fry. Oh, it's so fucking good. I had like this lo mein thing, right? And 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 like there's a there's a like a list of things that already come in it and then you add what you want but like the main thing was chicken it was like chicken and then like veggies and lo mein with some kind of like spicy garlic sauce right and i added uh steak to it so i had like chicken and steak i i got to tell you that like cuz they get here's the thing they get their their food delivered to them fresh every single day and they had like you know it had like bell peppers in it onions all this shit they had pineapple that was like a nice little twist oh my god it was it was so fucking good you know it was it was delicious so like that i'm I'm now glad that Honeygrow is on my radar you know but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a sea rod podcast if i didn't talk about food for a second so i just figured like yeah like yeah so all right uh what do i got going on now? oh by the way yeah so i don't expect you guys to remember this but a very long time ago i told you guys about uh that that one trip i made to five guys where You know in order to get my drink i had to like scan a whole qr code and it was a whole thing and and i just immediately think that that's a bad idea only because you know me it's like that day when i did it i forgot my phone i had to go back out into the car and come back in and then i had to go do it you know so it's like it's a whole process you know like you got to unlock your phone you know you got to uh, get out your qr code scanner scan the thing and then it asks you if you want to go to the website you click to go onto the website and then you, you know you scroll down to see what size you want you you, know, you click down to see you know what you know what kind of drink that you want I and mean, it's a whole fucking thing so when you're sitting there with five guys as mob as it normally is that's 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 a problem you know you're gonna have people sitting there for for three hours especially like the older people who are like not in touch with technology you know that's not that's not gonna you know go well for them and it's not gonna go well with the fluidity of your fucking business, right? But I think that's what we're moving towards in the future. We're not we're not gonna have physical menus anymore. In fact, when I went to go see my buddy Tony play at Southern Cross Kitchen the other week, right, I'm sitting at the bar and I'm like I'm waiting for the bartender to like come give me a beer list because they had like ten taps in there somewhere around there, but they don't have like the you know like the tap top with the logo of the beer on it. It's just like a regular stainless steel thing, right? So she comes over and she's like, all right, what are you having? I was like, I I don't know what I'm having until you give me a beer list. You know, like, and she's like, no, 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 we don't do that here. What do you mean you don't do that here? She goes, no, you just scan this code. I'm like, here we go with the fucking code. Now, it's one thing to go get a drink, you know, but, like, now it's like, I got to, I got to like, so so I'm working at Southern Cross Kitchen now. Like, that's what I got to (laughs) do. You know, I want a physical menu that I can, like, skim read you know cuz i know where my wheelhouse is i know what i want you know i don't want to i don't want to have to go into a freaking qr code and then and then pinch it to enlarge it and i'm scrolling all over the goddamn place like let me just look at a physical menu and i think that's where we're headed and it's just like like fuck these goddamn qr codes seriously who invented the goddamn qr code anyway goddamn it it's a lot of goddams in the last 5 seconds but you know what i'm saying but the next thing i want to get into is You guys know I I pay attention to to, well, obviously I said it earlier too, about this, you know, speech and the way people talk and and all that stuff. And things that I think that need to go away and, and things that don't make sense and I got one of each for you. All right. I don't know who said it. I don't know who said it, but it was recently where somebody just talked about making out with somebody. And at that moment, you know, it's, it's been that way. My whole, it's been that a phrase my whole life. And I've never, you know, questioned it or never said anything about it. But, you know, obviously, like you're kissing and it's like you're making out, right? Then I thought about it. How did they land on making out for like, for, for a kissing? Like meaning when you're, and, and same thing, I guess this just popped in my head too. Making love, you know, like to make something means that you, you produce something. <laughs> There's a finished product at the end. But in, in these two particular cases, and I'm adding love on just now, like I said, it just popped in my head. But, like, you're making out. How do you make out? <laughs> like, out is not a product. It's What does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Same thing with making love. How do you make, like, there's no finished product? I just found out to be weird. Now I'm going to completely shift the equator here on, on, on what this. Now I got something that, that, that needs to go. When I'm watching Two and a Half Men on Paramount Plus, right? There's, you know, the commercials that will promote the shows that are on there. And I saw this. I keep seeing this commercial for for basketball wives on VH1. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, these scripted fucking reality shows, I've talked to you about them before. It's like, this is a particular situation where why would you sign up for that? If you're a basketball wife, okay, and you got a six-bedroom mansion, you know with it you know with with an indoor pool and an outdoor pool and a gym and, and and all this other shit why would you go choose to live in the same size house with eight other divas like yourself with with the biggest egos in the world and furthermore i take a look at these basketball wives in the commercial and i say to myself like who are you dating like somebody like who are you married to a guy from the fucking g league they they're not exactly luckers <laughs> You know, I don't see any of them and say, oh, you know, he's married to Steph Curry. <laughs> no, I don't. And it's so weird. But anyway, in the commercial, you see them, you know, getting all into it and shit. And you know all, all the, automatically just watching the commercial that they got like the, you know, the Wolverine, Edward Scissorhands uh, nails. So, you know, there's going to be physicalities and, and weaves are going to get ripped out left and right. It's like, why did you sign up for this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it's scripted. And in the uh, in the commercial, the one lady's talking to another lady and she goes, "You need to keep it motherfucking 100." That phrase needs to fucking go. And it should have never made it. It should have never made it. And <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep it 100. It's so stupid. Now there's an alternate way to say that saying and my and again, bringing up my friend Devin, like it makes sense because it's, this was brought up by Donnie and Donnie Brosco. And Donnie Brosco, Al Pacino, called a $100 bill a beaner. Right? So, my friend Devin and other people will say, I'm going to keep it on a bean with you, which I won't say, but it's acceptable. You got to keep it, motherfucking 100. Shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> Go rip somebody's weave out. <laughs> anyway oh I'm so pleased to announce this I will never have to talk about this ever again the intersection from hell okay this is unbelievable I can't believe I've been here for almost well yeah two years in a week in one week I'll be I'll have been here two years I can't believe I did not know this but I had to go you know I forget where I was going it was King of Prussia or Bridgeport or something like that And like I said you have to use that road there's no other way in there's no other way out And they're doing the road work and the whole fucking thing, and the people cutting up. I've told you about this intersection a million times. So now, okay, I guess they're at that part. What they're trying to do is they're trying to add lanes, you know. And here's the thing: I told you this guys before. Like they've been working on this since the Obama administration, and it it doesn't seem like it's anywhere near getting done. I'm I'm sitting here going like, what the fuck, you know? You're gonna fuck up traffic forever. So now they have the two lanes down to one lane when I was going to make the right to get out. And I looked over at the left lane, like, you know, coming back to see what I'm like in for, coming back. They had a, they had that down to one lane, too. So now the two lanes where, like, you can either go right or left because you can't go straight because that's the street they're working on. I drove past all these people heading out. The line of cars was probably a mile and a half. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Now that I'm on the road, I'm like, there's no turning back now. I'm st- I have to go through there, right? So, long story short, when I, I went to you know, when I went to go back, it took me an hour and seven minutes to go a mile and a half to make the turn to get back to my house. But there's a, there's a, you know a, a somebody at my work that lives in East Norton, which is right next to Norristown. And I said, like, how the fuck do you deal with Maine and Markley? Ever, like, you know, like anytime you got to head out, you know, to go to King of Prussia or Bridgeport. And she's like, fuck that shit. I don't do that. I was like, what do you mean you don't do that? And she gave me an act, an actual way around it. I was like, oh, my fucking God. I never have to deal with that goddamn intersection ever again. I wasn't far from catching a case either. You know, because I, like, I just want to, um, every time I'm in there, I honestly, like, I plan my trips for, like, errands and shit like that. Any way I can avoid that intersection, I'm going to do it. But sometimes it's just, it's a force. But now i, I got a way around it. It was like it was like the it was like Christmas. <laughs> it was the best news I ever got. I'm like you are you kidding me right now? Like I don't I don't have to do that ever again? Oh man, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. But anyway, I told you I didn't have anything prepared for this this week, but this literally just happened to me. I was going to pick up dinner. So it's time for to get off my lawn segment for the week so here it is. What the hell is this? Get on. Of my lawn now in if you live outside of the city in, in the suburbs outside of, of Norristown, meaning like, Norristown's an exception as far <laughs> as far as uh, you know being the city because it's just it's, it's it's pretty much a you know a carbon copy of it even if you do live outside of the city I'm sure you've seen this but if you live in the city you know you you have too where these people will be doing wheelies on on bicycles. You ever see this? And they drive down the street and then they play chicken with you know with oncoming traffic. And then like at the last possible second, like they veer out of the way, like How fucking How stupid can you be? I just don't understand it. You know? So it just happened to me. I swear to God. I was just driving down the street, right? And I'm passing by this school that's uh, down the street from, from me. And I was approaching like a, you know, a light. And I see out of the corner of my eye, you know, in the oncoming lane here, here's these two dipshits doing wheelies down the fucking street. You dumb motherfuckers. And I'm like, like, where's, where's, where's the, like the fun in that? Oh, okay. I'm going to go ride on one wheel of a bicycle and I could just fall by myself. If I make one mistake, it's almost like those guys that scale those fucking buildings. It's like one mistake. You're done. You know? And you'll sit there and play chicken. I've seen them I've seen on videos where they'll 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 play chicken with a with a goddamn septibus. And I'm here to tell you, and I just did it right now. I will not swerve my car out of the fucking way. I won't. You know, play stupid games, win stupid fucking prizes, okay? Because there's like I can justify that. You know, I'll be like, This kid came and ran right into my fucking car doing a wheelie. We don't what do you want me to do? You know? Because if I did swerve out of the way, I would have hit the parked cars on the side of me. So now I got that situation. You know? I'll be like, they, you know, he drove right in, right into me trying to play chicken with me. Okay? And I, <laughs> you know, I couldn't swerve because then I was going to damage, you know, one or more cars and injure myself. This dipshit wanted to come up and think he's fucking cool and do a wheelie and try to go right up to me. Now, granted, he had about 10 feet before he actually swerved out of the way. So it wasn't like an actual last, last second situation. But it's like, why? Like, What, what are you trying to prove? Like, you know, you play chicken when we go by and we're like, oh man, that, that was so cool. Can you do it again? And this time, it, perhaps in front of an 18-wheeler? Dipshit. Like, this world has just gotten so stupid. We're so dumb as a society. And I swear to God, it was social media and smartphones that did it. Like now, now it's just like you know, like we're we're we are um, influenced by videos and influenced by idiots who do shit, on, you know, on social media. That's why they're aptly named influencers, I know that. But what I'm saying is, it's just. <laughs> but again, it's it's almost like the uh, <clears throat> the dirt bikes, the ATVs, you know, and the fart can cars, and now we can add the wheelie people in. I I pull to see them fail, I really do. You know when I when I am praying that one day, and I I might have said this fifty episodes ago, where I'm sitting on the balcony at night, and they all come from each one of the four way. One one side has an ATV, one side has a dirt bike, one side has a fart can car, and now we can throw the dipshit doing a wheelie coming from the other side, and they all just have brake failure <laughs> and they all smack into each other i think i said at that time and I'll, i will take great pleasure not just watching the accident seeing the total carnage and carcasses in the street but watching the emts come and just pick their bodies off the goddamn ground with a spatula that's what i that's what i want to see and i know i did i actually did say that now that i'm thinking about it but yeah, like if you do dumb shit, I'm pulling for you to fail, and I'm pulling for you to fail in front of me so I can see it. And if you live, you'll get my commentary on top of that. Sprinkle on top. Ah, <laughs> you fucking dumbass. Maybe you shouldn't have been doing a wheelie, numb nuts, and then maybe you wouldn't have got hit by a fucking pickup truck. You ever think of that one? Genius. Fucking people. But I'm getting more accurate, you know. As a, you know, like I said, I'm 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 toying around with these two segments, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, where I'm going to place them. And it's kind of, I don't know. You know, I do the first two segments, twenty minutes, twenty minutes, and sometimes I go over. Whatever, you know, I'll be like 23, 24 minutes. I just got to do a little, you know, extra slice or whatever. But when I come into that third twenty minute slice, is where I usually get into the golf my might get off my lawn segment, and then you know they've kind of it's kind of been tag teamed with the That's Fucked Up portion of things. And, you know, if you have any, uh, you know, feedback on it or if you want to chime in, you know, just let me know. I was thinking about doing like either one or the other after the first break and then do the other one after the second, you know, segment is over. But I got to figure it out. It's, you know, it's neither here nor there. But I just, I'm just having some uh, slot issues right now and trying to figure out where to put that. But that being said, it is time for That's Fucked Up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up that's fucked up now they're really gonna ratchet it up now we're approaching August okay and for anybody in the know you already know this all right but for the people who don't pay attention pay attention okay to me I'm saying all right they were light with it in May June in May June and July meaning They're trying to set the narrative for what the the midterm campaign is going to be about. And they do this every two years, okay? Every single two years, they will come out to you and try to scare you to death. The sky is falling. This is wrong. That's wrong. There's an emergency. This is a crisis. This is that. And we're the only people who can save you. Vote for us in November. Now, before I get started, keep this in mind. All right. These are the same people that locked us down for over a year and a half and it was totally unnecessary. Let's all remember, Dr. Fauci did come out and say that, like, he doesn't even know if the, if the lockdowns were effective. He also said the masks weren't effective. Then they were effective. They turned out they weren't effective. And even your vaccine is not effective. Don't believe me? Joe Biden's got COVID right now. He's He has, he has both shots and he has boosted four times and still has COVID. So your vaccine doesn't work either. I think I might have said this before, a vaccine eradicates a disease. It doesn't, it doesn't just you know, lower your chances of getting it by a percentage. That's not a vaccine, it's a therapeutic treatment, okay? So stop with calling it a vaccine. Call it the COVID-19 therapeutic treatment, thank you. But here's what you're gonna do. And, and one of them I already debunked like three months ago and I told you they were gonna try to do it again and here they are trying to do it again. They are going to now have talking points that are gonna scare you and divide us. So you vote for them. But anyway, like I said, the people who the people who locked you down for no fucking reason at all all right closed down businesses and people had to close for good because they lost so much money when they were closed down. so their life's work that went into their stores and all that other shit it's, 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 that's now all gone. all right you told people you know like get vaccinated or lose your job people lost their job over that shit all right there was there was domestic violence there was domestic disputes increased drug use increased suicides increased overdoses all because of this pandemic and now these people are looking at you with a straight face and saying oh vote for us so so we can keep our jobs I'll say this one for the people on the fucking cheap sheets go suck a big fat elephant fucking dick fucking idiots because here's the thing, the, the, there are people that will come out that, that they, don't, they don't pay attention to politics, and that's okay. But don't be so easily swayed either. Like, they'll turn it on, like, right around, like, debate time, and they'll pick the guy they like better, meaning not, not, the, not what he's saying, but the person, like, do I like this person better than that person? And they usually always pick the fucking most dangerous guy. Enter Joe Biden, Okay. But they're going to come out. So here's here's what it's going to be. They're going to ratchet it up in August, September, and October right before election week. All right. First, the number one thing, climate change. It's, it's going to be a climate change emergency. Everybody freak out. The sky is falling. The earth is on fire. We're all going to die by 2026. Do you know how many end-of-the-world dates they've had so far with, with climate change since the 90s? Like Seven. Did they ever happen? No. And what's their evidence? In the summertime, okay, when you have a hundred degree blazing sun going onto glaciers, it's going to melt. All right. But then it restores itself in the winter with precipitation that freezes right on top of it. This is is basic science, but what do they do? They show the water running off the glaciers into the water and it's creating a stream and oh my God, oh my God, the sea levels are going to rise, we're all going to drown. You know, it's it's so goddamn dangerous. Even the director of the Weather Channel came out last week on CNN, by the way, and, and, and Brian Stelter almost blew his fucking potato head top when the director of the Weather Channel said, like, listen, all your climate change and climate crisis shit is all a bunch of political bullshit. All right. It's not happening. And then he cited examples. He's like, "Okay, take take the Statue of Liberty, for example. In, in whatever year that was erected, let's just say it was 1920. And I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know the exact year. Shame on me for that, by the way. But, you know, look at the foundation of what the Statue of Liberty is on, all right? It's in the Atlantic Ocean, okay? Which is, and, and they always cite Manhattan, if, you ever, if you've ever noticed that. If you've ever seen any kind of like global warming or climate change crises, they will show you a, a dramatization graphic of Manhattan being buried underwater like that's New York City is going to be the first thing that gets buried okay so look at the the foundation of the Statue of Liberty from the time that they put it in until now over a hundred years the sea levels the exact same spot they use climate change and climate crisis as as <laughs> you know like they like it's like we're in a heat wave right now okay we probably have every summer we probably have like three or four heat waves every summer that lasts at least three days with like top you know temperatures over 90 degrees you know, and they're trying to say, oh, look at this, it's global warming. Like, no, it's the summer is, is what it is. Fucking asshole. It's hot in the summer and it's cold in the winter, okay? But they use it as a political weapon. And, and you, you know, these next two things that I'm going to say, if you can't see by now that they go through these extremes to lie to you and make you believe that we're supposed to be scared and divided also, they can just maintain their power and keep with their corruption and keep the money train rolling for them. I feel very, very sorry for you. I really do. And like I said, they're on both sides of the aisle. Okay, Republican and Democrat. Now I will say, majority of them are Democrat. All right, the the, the usual suspects: Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, Fauci, Biden, Hunter Biden. But they're, they are on both sides of the aisle. Now the next thing. I've already debunked this. Monkeypox. They're really trying to make a, a, like another pandemic out of this. And they, they really think that we're that stupid. I told you the three ways you can transmit monkeypox. So unless you're going out and, and sodomizing somebody or having sex with somebody or rubbing open sores together with somebody or sharing a needle with somebody, you will you have no chance of getting monkeypox. And they're going to try and come in out and tell you that it's, like it's it's spreadable through the air and you got to wear a mask and all this shit so they can invoke the mail-in ballots again and rig another election. Now, I, you know, I never really talked about the election being rigged, okay? But more and more evidence is coming out. There's people who are actually going to jail for it, for, for, for ballot harvesting and shit like that. And now with the 2000 Mules m- movie, it's a stone-cold guarantee the election was stolen. Handily, I might add. They took 2,000 people across the country and made them deliver thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots. All for Joe Biden. Because you're not going to tell me this guy sat in his basement the whole time he had to campaign. And it's his third time running for president. The first two times he didn't even make it out of the primaries. One time he had to step down for lying and and, and plagiarizing. Now you're going to tell me when he's a fucking potato? He got more votes than any president in, in the history of this country? Come on, man. So that's what they're going to do. Now, every election year, there's going to be something that's going to keep us home so you can mail it in. Are you paying attention yet? They're going to go with this monkeypox thing. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to come hard with it. In fact, the, the CDC has already declared it a global emergency because there's over 19,000 cases. Well, if you look deeper into that, 96% of them are homosexuals. And they're trying to pass this off as another fucking pandemic. And it's like it's like you sit there and you just watch the movie and you're like, this is hilarious. Like the things that they're willing to do to go through power. Do you still think they care about you? It's cute. You probably think strippers like you too. <laughs> All right, and the third thing, Roe v. Wade. You guys know my stance on this already, but you know, like there's it's like they're, they're, like all right, get two fear tactics and a division tactic and that should be enough to button up the election so we can keep collecting money from elites and the taxpayers for another 4 years. You want lower you want lower prices? You want lower gas prices? You want a closed border? That can all be found at the voters booth this November. Okay? Don't be stupid. It's really unreal, you know, and like like Roe v. Wade. Oh, by the way, here's another. <laughs> here's more fucking theater, and this is more uh, more evidence on how fucking stupid AOC is. All right, so she was protesting at the Supreme Court the other day for Roe v. Wade. <laughs> All right, and. They showed a video of her and somebody else. I forget who. Oh, Ilya Omar, who's another one who can leave this country. You know, she fucking married her brother just to get American citizenship. And everybody's starting to pick shit up now because she was actually in an event the other day and she got booed off the stage. Like it was it was horrific. Like it was that's how bad it was. So people are on to people's shit now. But there are still people who are who are who are numb out there. But, you know. So, so she's coming out with Elia Omar in handcuffs. You know, why a marshal's taking them out of the Supreme Court and AOC's smiling, she's got a smile on her face. And all the idiot protesters there with their megaphones and their signs are like, oh, look at this! Look at this! They're, they're arresting AOC! What the fuck? You know what she did? She waved at the crowd. I- You're supposed to be in handcuffs. You can't just wave with one arm when you're when <laughs> if you got fucking handcuffs, like it's like the whole thing, like the things that they try to get away with, you know, like the, all the things that they try to get away with. It, it's it, like it's in plain sight if you just pay attention to it. But like I said, there there are people out there that don't pay attention to any of this stuff, and then every election year, right around debate time, they're like, oh oh oh, wait a minute, there's there's a climate crisis. Oh my god, there's going to be another pandemic. Oh my god, fucking Roe v Wade. Do you believe that? Okay, I'll vote for you. Because they don't pay attention to it and they actually think what's coming out of that box is true. Smarten up. You know, You, if you want to see like all the shit that, that has been going on this last 18 months of this administration, if you want to see improvement, you know, or if you don't see that they're doing it, I feel bad for you. But the fact is this. The fact that these politicians are basically flushing us dry, flushing us down the toilet, okay and then using scare tactics and division tactics just to keep them in power so they can push us further and further and further away from the elites and them that's fucked up all right that's all i got for you guys this week i could have went i could have went another i don't know probably six and a half days on that one but you know i got shit to do i got a life you know what I'm saying? So quick program update. As you guys know, I did tell you this before, but just in case to give you a quick reminder, I am going to be in Pittsburgh next weekend. I am leaving uh, Thursday. I'm not I'm not leaving town Thursday, but I'm leaving Thursday just to stay at Jay so we can get up early and head on out there. And I'm coming home on Sunday night. So that's pretty much going to knock out the podcast this week. So I have made a decision. I am going to do a, you know, just it's basically going to be, a, you know, reels of the first two seasons here so far here on the Sea Rod Podcast. I'm going to get, you know, like I will get some, you know, honorable mention things that didn't make the best of in season one. And I'm going to, you know, go back and, and pluck a few things from season two. It's not going to be like the best of of last of of last year, meaning it's not going to be two hours. I'm just going to, you know, it'll it'll be an hour. Give give you guys something just to. You know, take a break because I have done 17 weeks in a row here. Okay. (laughs) So I'll give you guys a little bit of a break and kind of give you a reminder of what you had been listening to here for the last, uh, let's see, uh, 19 months or so. And, you know, I look forward to doing that for you, but I just want to have something out there for you. Really, honestly, I do not want to get into the arena of taking a week off, but there's going to be times where it does happen. But like I've, I've gotten pretty damn consistent with this. You know, we're looking at almost five months now where I haven't missed a week but you need to get a hold of me podcast at gmail.com you can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number I know I slacked on the GoDaddy thing my bad but I will get that and I'll get my website going I promise I just don't know when that's going to be hopefully it's soon and the C-Rod Podcast is written mixed mastered and produced by yours truly and I am going to go turn on the air conditioner and go stick my head in the freezer before I melt this has been about I mean it's extra time now. It's been about nine hours I've been sitting in this hundred to 110 degree freaking box. Just want to have to hear the air conditioning in the background. But uh, I'll be thinking of you guys when I'm in Pittsburgh and like I said I will have that other episode out of uh, you know the best reels that I got. And until then, I see you guys in two weeks. This is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Ha! the man